Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. John Wilner, San Jose Mercury News, Bay Area News Group superstar. You can read him at pack12hotline.com. He does a podcast with me. We record at least an episode a week, Konzano and Wilner, the podcast. He is with us. Uh, you know, we're talking about the Pac-12's meeting today. Wilner and I are going to take your phone calls as well as discuss this between ourselves. So stay on the line if you're Mike in Klamath Falls or Sid in Portland or Gary in Tualatin and join the conversation at 503-417-7575 if you have a question. John Wilner joining now. How are you, my friend? I'm good, thanks. How are you? A lot of questions. People are uh, wondering what to unpack with this deal. And really, I am uh, i don't have the, the details of the deal, just what we've seen out there, that it's heavy with Apple and subscription-based and may start below market value and has the potential with subscriptions to exceed the ACC or the Big 12 if everything goes right. Um, the immediate things that jumped out to you when you heard it. Well, you know... The commissioner has kind of signaled all along for 13 months or so that there was a good chance streaming would there be a heavy streaming component to this whole thing. Uh, so not that big a surprise. I figured there would be something between it would be either Amazon or Apple with a significant portion of it. What I don't know, a couple of big things. One is, is the deal that he presented the only deal or mm. is the deal that is being reported the only deal, or are there versions or other options out there? That I'm not sure about. Uh, and also, what is the linear piece? That's a that's a big thing, right? It, we we heard it's primarily streaming, but what does that mean? Does that mean that there are 20 football games on linear? Does that mean there are 10 on linear? I, does that mean Apple would have to sublicense games to ESPN? I don't I don't know. But those are a couple of big picture things that are interesting. John Wilner with us. Uh, Wilner, it's interesting. That, you know, I asked Bob Thompson what questions he would have. He said, is there a uh, requirement that Apple find a linear partner? Who's producing the content? Is it the Pac-12 networks? Is it Apple? Um, you know, uh, and then here's another question for you I, I've been thinking about. Does SMU become less attractive if it's a subscription-based service? Given that it's a small school with small alumni, it's in a big market. But does media size, does media market matter in a streaming world? Uh, it might not, but that's also why it's interesting to, to try to figure out if there's a linear component too. Because if there is, then SMU would have some value. But yeah, no, we don't know. Uh, there's a lot of lot of elements to this that we don't know, right? And one of them you kind of touched on. Uh, ESPN is looking for an equity partner, right? So uh, if Apple is, is – there's a good chance Apple could end up being that equity partner that is, a, you know, strategically aligned with ESPN. So how would that impact Apple potentially sub-licensing Pac-12 games on ESPN, right? The, there's that element of what's going to happen in the future with the media world that – and Apple being a huge player in it that you, you can't ignore that when you're assessing uh, the Pac-12's relationship with Apple, but we just don't know enough details to know if it's, you know, a, a, 
a positive thing for the conference or it would be a negative thing. John Wilner with us. Let's take some calls, Wilner, uh, and we'll both kick this around. Let's start in Klamath Falls, where Mike in Klamath Falls is going to join us. Mike, you're on with uh, Kanzano and Wilner. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Hi there. I just want to let you know, first off, I'm 70, so that couches my comments, <laughs> as you well know. Yes. I'm also a OSU alumni, so that's the other factor. A couple of things I know. The Pac-12 network was horrible. True. Uh, I was paying twelve ninety nine a month through my cable provider for it, and I don't know why, because there was nothing there to watch. So anything that Apple provided would have to be better than that, I, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to have to get off linear, I guess. And I, I can do it because my grandkids are on Amazon for the cartoons or whatever. So yep. I'm capable of it. It's just hard when you're old. And it's going to be a big hill to climb, I think, with people that are used to cable. Yeah, uh, and my parents are among that. that. You know, my parents are in that world. Uh, Wilner, what do you say to Mike and Klamath Falls? Well, I mean, that's that gets back to what the uh, original strategy was. You know, Commissioner George Kliakov heard from so many people across the Pac-12, I can't get the Pac-12 network, I can't get the Pac-12 network. Uh, you got to do something about that. And so his strategy was that Pac-12 uh, content would be uh, connect, uh, available in any piece of glass connected to the Internet. And I believe that is a direct quote. Any piece of glass connected to the Internet. You got an iPhone, you got an iPad, you got a Mac, uh, MacBook Air, whatever. You know, if there's a deal with Apple, it's probably going to be pretty accessible on any of your devices is my guess. Good point. Let's go to Sid in Portland. Sid, you're on with Wilner. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, my question is, revolves around recruiting and how this is going to affect mm. recruiting. For example, like Scoot Henderson, growing up in Alabama, said he grew up wanting to play for Oregon Ducks football because we had that exposure. Yeah. And a lot of the families we might be recruiting might not have the disposable income or live in an area where the Pac-12 subscription makes sense for them. Yeah, that's why I think the the linear component of this is interesting. What is it? Is there an obligation for it? And I do think if you ask the Pac-12 football coaches and men's basketball coaches, they would tell you they like being on ESPN. They like being on Fox. They see that as a recruiting advantage when they're on those on those platforms. Wilner, is there a long play here if if Apple ends up owning ESPN, is it possible that Apple goes, yeah, We until ESPN Plus becomes a direct-to-consumer thing, one game a week in our Pac-12 package will be on ESPN. I mean, how do you how do you sort of balance the recruiting element of that? Well, yeah, no, I agree that, you know, they do need to have some kind of anchor for ESP, on ESPN. No, no doubt about that. But, again, I get back to with recruiting, what is every 18-year-old – doing all day every day they're staring at their phone mm. so you know if you're the pac-12 uh, getting you know prime access on a recruit's phone is a pretty good way to uh you know to get to them but again it depends on what is apple going to do for promotional uh in, endeavors for the pac-12 how accessible will it be on your phone but i just think there's 
that's part of what we don't know. But there's also a lot of potential because if, if the Pac-12 has got great uh, support from Apple, you know, on the iPhone, for instance, that's a pretty good recruiting tool. In fact, I can't think of a better one. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought about that in that, you know, I don't think kids are going to see streaming the same way that, you know, 62-year-old guy who has no. been watching his games on ABC is going to see streaming. Um, the, you know, the comment I got from one person who was on the call was that there was some excitement in, I believe it was Unity, there was some excitement for a deal and, you know, subsequent meeting. But I think as I started to ask questions, what I really drilled down to was the, the presidents and the chancellors are going to have a ton of questions that they're going to want their consultants and their attorneys to look at when it pertains to the, as it pertains to the deal. Yes, absolutely. And it, this could take, you know, everybody wants it to end soon, but this could take, <laughs> you know, I don't know, another couple of weeks. And, and yeah. a lot of it will depend on Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, what they do, how accepting of this deal they are. And it also depends if are there other deals. What don't we know, right? I think my guess is that there's a fair amount that we don't know, not only about this deal, but about the linear piece or the other options that might be out there. Uh, so uh, it's, you know, it's going to, I'm sure it'll be resolved before the football season starts, but it's going to take the campuses a little while, like you said, to, to work through this. Our guest is John Wilner, Bay Area News Group. Uh, he ho- co-hosts the podcast with me, Kanzano and Wilner, the podcast, expert on the Pac-12. Gary is in Tualatin. Gary, go ahead. Hey, John. Go Ducks. Uh, you guys are running out of lipstick for this pig. Um, it sounds like pay-per-view to me, and uh, it really sounds like desperation. I don't think they have an offer. Um, and I can see why with SC and UCLA leaving. Um, I'm back to the same thing. Go Big 12. And uh, you win the Big 12, you're in the tournament. Okay. Who who goes to the Big 12? The As much as left of the Pac-12, Pac-8 or whatever it is. Okay. I, what if there's not room? What if, what, if the, what if the Big 12 says, hey, we can only take one more? Well, when the, then is, that door is closed, but uh, if, you know, if you're you're telling me if your ducks, 20. if your ducks are on Apple, you're not going to subscribe and watch them. I'm going to have a hard time. Yeah. Wow. I I, I bet you, Gary, that you end up. Well, watching. I will because I'm an avid fan and I got no choice. And you, you know, started my head. You but started I'm not going to be happy about it. No, I'm not happy about a lot of things. You know, I'm not happy. I have to take my garbage cans up a hill to get to the curb. I still do well, it. I don't have an extra million dollars to just spend here and there. And you said you wanted to hear from the consumers. No, well, but we're broke. is it a million dollars to subscribe? Like, we all have to make decisions on, you know, I think I think there's going to be a division, Wilner, between younger consumers and older consumers like never before. Maybe it's always you know, been a thing. That's what we're seeing. I mean, MLS is is an interesting model, right? MLS has got to deal with Apple. Uh and uh, it's doing very well for MLS because it's a, a younger, um, more tech-savvy uh, audience. And I think for the Pac-12, there'll be something, uh, you know, we could see something like that, too, if this goes through. That, you know, younger younger fans are excited about it and uh, older fans are not, so, you know, something like that. 
Yeah, and, I, and I, look, I appreciate Gary's call. He adds perspective. He's speaking for a segment of the audience that's very frustrated at the thought of doing something different. And I get it. I understand that. Jeff is in Portland. He wants to talk about the uh, recruiting and the NIL possibilities. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, so previous caller was talking, and you guys have been talking about the impact on recruiting. Doesn't it seem like that high school recruits for football and basketball, at least, have fallen off close to by half because of the portal and NIL and that the the art of recruiting has changed. Yes, there'll be the five and the four stars maybe, but uh, I have a neighbor who is a uh, walk-on at Oregon, and he was all state, and he uh, thought that he had a chance to go in on a ride, but instead he's a qualified walk-in or something like whatever it is. He's a walk-on. He gets a preferred everything, walk-on. Preferred walk-on. Preferred walk-on, and he gets everything, yeah. uh, but uh, housing and scholarship. But it just seems to me that uh, not only is the face of college sports changing, but recruiting is changing because there just isn't the they aren't going after the pool, the deep pool of recruits like they used to. So I'd just be interested in your thoughts on that. What do you think on that, Wilner? Certainly the transfer portal and NIL have changed everything, and there's going to be more changes coming, right? Because eventually, and I don't know if it's going to be in two years, five years, eventually student-athletes are going to be declared either employees or semi-employees and are going to have some kind of access to uh, revenue, you know, there's going to be a revenue sharing agreement with the schools. And so that will also impact the whole talent collection process, if you will. Uh, and I don't know that the media rights, you know, kind of think through how the media rights deal with, with Apple would impact NIL and transfer portal and all that stuff. In, on the recruiting front, a lot of those things are just tied to you know the donor, the your donor base, the passion and the the wealth of your donor base are are critical in the uh, NIL world. Let's go to Sean in Vancouver. Sean, you're on. Hey there, fellas. Uh, so, you know, couple of comments. Number one, uh, I I don't pay in, if this is what they do. I won't play pay any extra money to watch uh, any pack nine games or whatever pack number they are at this point. And, you know, the, the, the problem is is that the, the only premier school left right now in the, in the pack, whatever, is Oregon. The rest are second-tier schools. So what's the guarantee that Oregon will stick around? You never know where they could go. I mean, at this point, especially after Colorado bailing, because Colorado's got a very shiny light at the moment because of old neon. But what's the guarantee that any of these schools, you know, that includes now Utah, the Washington schools, the, the uh, Arizona schools, are going to stick around to take advantage, quote-unquote, of this great, quote-unquote, opportunity, right? Well, well, first of all, let's talk. I, I love what you introduced there, Sean. Wilner, it, is it Oregon and everyone else in the Pac-12, or do you see different classifications? <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, I think Washington has to be considered right there with Oregon in terms How about of Utah? premier programs. And, uh, you know, and certainly in terms of the TV valuation, Washington and, and Oregon are at, at by far at the top of the other heap in the Pac-12 at this point. So uh, what 
there's no option for them right now. The Big Ten does not appear to be interested in expanding beyond 16 schools. So I don't see where uh, Oregon and Washington would go, uh, quite frankly. So, you know, they're they're locked in. And if they're locked in, that means that uh, there's a good chance that, obviously, Washington State and Oregon State are locked in and Cal and Stanford, too. So there's, like, the core six. And everything kind of hinges a little bit on what the other three uh, from the, you know, the Mountain Time Zone schools are, are going to do. Yeah, and I think – preseason or week one you know if if we're talking about just this season i think oregon might end up behind washington and utah and usc in the early rankings until maybe week two when they get a shot at texas tech nuri is in tigered nuri you're on with john wilner and and Conzano. hey guys uh first of all i'm a 63 year old boomer who loves youtube apple tv netflix and watching it on whatever screen I have, so I, I will not be agreeing with the rest of the folks. i got two questions for you guys. Okay. First one is, if this is on Apple TV, is ESPN and SportsCenter, and are they going to really cover it because they're covering a competitor, or will they back mm-hmm. off on that and does it matter? Mm-hmm. Second question is, um, if this was a really good deal, wouldn't we be hearing some leaks like, hey, we got a Big 12-like deal, this deal's going to knock your side – it's hard for me to be optimistic when I don't hear those rumors. And am I just being too pessimistic? No, I, I like I like how you think, Nuri. And two things. I'll, I'll go second part first. It, it occurred to me, and I think, Will, you're, you're on the same page, that the reason we didn't hear some leaks is this is a non-traditional media provider. This isn't ESPN. This isn't Fox. The normal media world reporters aren't in on it. I also think the Pac-12 is really worried about being undermined by the Big 12 at this point. I think they're keeping it close to the vest. And I also think they wanted to wait a little lo- longer uh, to, to let this get out there. Go ahead, Wilner. What do you think? Well, I think it's also interesting that uh, a lot of the details, the, very, the only details really have come from an ESPN reporter uh, mm-hmm. who's an outstanding reporter, but it's just an interesting dynamic to add on to what you said. You know, the other, the other issue with the, that the caller raised the the first piece is very interesting you know but again if if apple is an owner either a, a you know 10% 20% strategic partner with ESPN in, in a few years that changes things and then you look out 5 years 7 years you know a lot of this deal is to set the Pac-12 up for the next deal in 5 years and so you ask yourself mm. 5 years from now who do you want to be uh, locked arms with in in the sports media world? And you could make the case that Apple would be at the top of that list because they got the money to own everything, essentially, right? I mean, they could end up buying ESPN completely in a, in a few years. So that's one of the things that Pac-12 presidents are considering is, what is this deal going to do for us in five or six years when we have to go back to the negotiating table? And that's where you can really make the case that being uh, aligned with Apple would be uh, beneficial. Yeah, and I think, too, I do agree that the glow of the shoulder programming on ESPN is worth something. So I understand what Nuri was asking. Uh, Wilner, I appreciate you, man. Uh, we got a podcast episode coming up later this week. We'll cover it all. Stay on it, man. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. There he goes, John Wilner. More of your phone calls. If you're holding Ace in Seattle, 
Mike in Salem, sit tight. I'll be here. I'll take more questions at 503-417-7575. What else is going on? Steven, uh, Astros uh, made a trade. Justin Verlander goes to Houston. From the Mets. They got some prospects. It's not the Damian Lillard trade. Um, Also, uh, you have some other baseball movement. You have the U.S. women's national team. Uh, I saw a great tweet. I think it was Dan Wetzel who said, hey, they wanted equal pay with the men. They didn't want to play like the men. U.S. women's national team uh, with a draw in the uh, Women's World Cup. They're going to advance, um, but uh, look a little listless. 0-0 draw against Portugal. So we'll talk about those kinds of things coming up top of the hour as part of Punch It Audio. Uh, Nothing like soccer people getting angry. Uh, let's go to Mike in Salem. Mike, I mean that with all due respect. Mike in Salem, what do you got? What's on your mind? Hey, I appreciate your show. You do a good job. Thank you. I agree with a couple of the earlier callers about the streaming TV. I don't care for it one bit. I've got grandkids, and I'm older, and, and they we have it for them, and it seems to work. But I tried to watch the keep on it last year. I actually did on Amazon, and I like to sit there and dance between during the advertisements from other sure. games. You do that with the streaming. You miss a quarter. Right. So I hated that part of it. And secondly, or lastly, on your opinion, do you think that there's some sort of a deal in the mix with these non-traditional sports broadcasters now, uh, Apple and Amazon, that this is a way to unload the Pac-12 network and get that albatross off their neck? Yeah, it, all along, they never should have been – the Pac-12 never should have been a media company. We know that. They never should have fashioned themselves a media company. They should have um, been in partnership with Fox or ESPN with the Pac-12 networks, maybe owned a percentage of it. That would have been fine. You see some other conferences do that. But the minute they boxed themselves into being a media company, they had to make the long play. They had to invest the resources. It's part of why they fell behind. And they also didn't have quite the inventory that the other that the others had to offer when they were selling to ESPN or Fox because part of the inventory was committed to the Pac-12 networks. So that was problematic. That was a misfire. Never should have got in that business. Uh, we'll take more phone calls, including Ace in Seattle, 503-413. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.